വി ആർ ബിസെറ്റ് ബൈ വറീസ് ആൻഡ് ആങ്സൈറ്റീസ് ഓൾ അവർ ലൈഫ്സ് എസ്പെഷ്യലി ഇൻ യുവർ ടീൻ ഇയേഴ്സ് വിത്ത് ഓൾ ദ ലൂമിങ് എക്സാംസ് ആൻഡ് ഓൾ ദ ആങ്സ്റ്റ് വാട്ട് ഈസ് നോൺ ആസ് ദ ടീനേജ് ആങ്സ്റ്റ് യുവർ ലൈഫ് ഫീൽസ് ലൈക്ക് എ ടേം ഓയിൽ and now because of all the issues with the pandemic in a second surge we feel anxious in so many ways as in earlier times as in now the best cure for worries of things that are not in our control is to turn to art and literature and when we look at the poem that we are going to deal with our kashurna tree by a bengali poet from almost 120 years ago we have a poet here who was incredibly talented knew multiple languages wrote in english and fr- french and bengali and is regarded as one of the founding figures of india Indo-Anglian literature. She is Thoru Dutt. When, when she wrote the poem Our Kashurnatari, she was younger than probably all of you. But this poem is so highly regarded as a founding poem of Indo-Anglian literature that is almost prescribed in all the syllabuses across India in English classrooms. And if you go through this poem, you will find the sorrows, anxieties, worries of a person who lost her two siblings to a grave illness she had a brother and a sister and both died of consumption a form of tuberculosis and when thorudat the poet reached the age 21 she too died of the same illness three pieces of her literature two collections of poetry and a novel that were written in french was published posthumously there is a particular kind of sadness associated when talented young people die 
and that gives a mystic aura to the poetry of taurudath and to know more about the poet the way is to read her poetry our kashuna tree is metrically bound rhythmically sound and beautifully illustrated with imageries metaphors and similes throughout so well structured well imagined poem with beautiful allusions it is an incredible achievement of a young poet let us look at the poem our kashurina tree kashurina tree could be translated in malayalam as kaattadi maram let's look at the poem itself like a huge python winding round and round the rugged trunk indented deep with scars up to its very summit near the stars a creeper climbs in whose embraces bound no other tree could live but gallantly the giant wears a scarf and flowers are hung in crimson clusters all the boughs among whereon all day are gathered bird and bee and off at nights the garden overflows with one sweet song that seemed to have no close sung darkling from our tree while men repose we start with an image of a python that is winding round and round on a tree it is easy to get confused that python is referring to the kashurna tree it is not it is referring to a creeper like a huge python winding round and round the rugged rugged means something that is very strong and that has weathered the time the trunk indented deep with scars so you know that the trees will get uh, withered and scarred over the years it shows its age and uh, oldness up to its very summit near the stars so the creeper climbs up to the very summit and the tree is so huge it it's almost touching the skies and a creeper is climbing so the uh, make sure that you compare creeper to the python in whose embraces bound no other tree could live so the creeper is almost embracing the huge kashurna tree and if it was any other when it the and you know how the python holds the python is holding uh, or the creeper is holding another tree only to suck life out of it trying to kill it but every other tree could have died in whose embraces bound no other tree could live but our kashurna tree is so strong it is so rugged no creeper could kill it and instead of dying what is the kashurna tree is doing it is gallantly the giant wears the scarf it is wearing the creeper like a scarf it is so huge and so mighty and so giant it is wearing the creeper like a scarf so it is almost like an ornament 
and flowers are hung in crimson clusters all the boughs among and there are all these flowers in the trees in the tree trunks and it is almost like a uh, ornamentation the flowers and the creeper to the tree whereon on the buffs or whereon all day are gathered bird and bees all kinds of birds and insects are surrounding that uh, the trunk the bough and off at nights the garden overflows with one sweet song that seemed to have no close and during night time the whole orchard or garden is overflowing with a sweet song by the birds sung darkling from our tree so some birds will sit in the cashewnut tree and while men repose when men relax sleep at night birds and at the night will be singing sweet songs from the sitting on the cashewnut tree so we uh, see with the very first stanza the impact the mightiness the grandness of a tree the cashewnut tree sta- standing so mightily on the orchard a creeper climbs on it but it does not mind it is almost wearing it like a scarf it is trying to kill the tree but the tree is too mighty too rugged too weathered by the time to be affected by it and it almost wear it like a scarf and birds and bees and are all seeking refuge on the tree and during night time when men relax when people sleep we can see birds will be singing on the tree we move on to the next stanza when first my casement is wide open thrown at dawn my eyes delighted on it rest sometimes and most in winter on its crest a gray baboon sits statue like alone watching the sunrise while on lower boughs his puny offspring leap about and play and far and near kokilas hail the day and to their pastures went our sleepy cows and in the shadow on the broad tank cast by that hoar tree so beautiful and vast the water lilies spring like snow in mast when first my casement is wide open thrown down so in the early morning when i open my window my eyes delight and odd interest so the first thing i see in the morning when i open the window is the tree sometimes and most in winter on its crest on its branches on its top a gray baboon sits statue like alone i could see a gray monkey sitting on it watching the sunrise while on lower boughs this gray baboon is sitting alone and watching the sunrise and on the lower branches it's puny puny means very small fragile offspring it's small child baboon play in the lower branches while the gray baboon sits alone looking at the sunrise at a top branch and far and near kokilas hail the day and we can hear the beautiful songs of kokilas welcoming the day and to their pastures when the, so it's early morning 
the birds are on the trees singing welcoming the day and all other animal creatures are moving about and to their pastures when they were sleepy cows so the cows were sleeping and but now they are going to graze on the pastures they are going to graze on the pastures and in the shadow on the broad tank cast by that hork tree so beautiful and vast the water lilies spring so we can see the beautiful and vast shadow cast by the huge tree and it falls on a the shadow falls on a broad tank a water tank and in the water tank water lilies are blossoming and so much water lilies are there and they are so white and pure it looked like the snow has fallen so that is the thing that she sees when she opens the window early in the morning this is the memory of hers in the morning and this is why she is so attached to the cashew nut tree and we see more reasons why the cashew nut tree exerts so much influence on her life look at the third stanza but not because of its magnificence dear is the cashew nut in my soul beneath it we have played though years may roll or sweet companions loved with love intense for your sake shall the tree be ever dear blend with your images it shall arise in memory till the hot tears blind mine eyes what is that dirge like murmur that i hear like the siri breaking on a shingle beach it is the tree's lament an eerie speech that happily to the unknown land may reach of course the tree is magnificent it's so huge mighty but that is not why the tree is so dear to me it is so dear to me because of the memories i share with the tree beneath it we have played we matlab torudat her brother arjudat and her sister arudat the three have played beneath the tree many years may go away oh sweet companions she is talking about her siblings loved with love intense i have loved with so much love for your sakes shall the tree be ever dear and it is because of you my siblings that the tree is so dear to me blend with your images so whenever i think of the tree it will be blended with the images of you so the tree whenever she thinks of the tree in her memories her siblings also will come till the hot tears blind mine eyes and because of what happened to her family she is filled with hot tears you can only think about them in a tragic feeling what is that dirge like murmur that i hear she can hear like a sad song dirge is like a song that is sung in the memory of somebody's death usually as a funeral song so what is that murmur that she is hearing like the sea breaking on a shingle beach shingle beach is where 
the beach is filled with small pebbles small round pebbles so when the waves break on that shore we can hear a particular kind of a murmur so it is like the tree is a lament it's like the tree is lamenting it is like an eerie speech eerie speech means a very speech not belonging to this world the happily to the unknown land may reach so it is like the tree is lamenting about these two uh, companions of torudat who has passed on to the nether world who has passed on to the next world unknown yet well known to the eye of faith i have heard that wail far far away in distant lands by many a sheltered bay when slumbered in his cave the water wreath and the waves gently kissed the classic shore of france or italy beneath the moon when earth lay tranced in a dreamless swoon and every time the music rose before my inner vision rose a form sublime thy form o tree as in my happy prime i saw thee in my own loud native clime so you can see how beautifully the rhythm is appearing and the clearly metrical patterns as well as the rhyme scheme followed so rigorously makes the poem so musical unknown it well known to the eye of faith so these murmurs murmurs that can speak to people who have passed on to the nether world a speech that can be talked to people who have died it is a well known to the eye of faith people who have faith can understand this talking to dead people i have heard that wail far far away in distant lands by many a sheltered bay even when i travel abroad even when i am away from my country i can hear this music this music of this tree she says that even when she is distant lands when she is secluded from the sea when slumbered in his cave the water wraith water wraith the water ghost who is slumbering sleeping in a cave and the waves gently kiss the classic shore of france or italy even when she is in a broad like a place like france or italy where she has actually gone to study and even when she was there beneath the moon when earth lay tranced in a dreamless moon it during the night time when the earth is bathed in the white light of the moon and it's like earth is sleeping as in a swoon it is like in a trance and every time the music rose and she can hear this music and when she hears the music in her inner vision in inside her mind rose a form sublime sublime is something that is too pure for words something that cannot be described easily something that is too pure and ethereal so something rises in her mind what is it thy form it is your form it is your shape your figure the tree tree's figure is appearing as in my happy prime just like in my teenage years i saw thee in my own loud native clime i can hear i can see whenever i hear this music 
again in my mind see the tree in its all its mighty shape appearing inside my mind when i played under it when i was a teenager in the native climate in which the tree was situated we come to the last stanza of the poem therefore i fain would consecrate a lay under the honor tree beloved of those who now in blessed sleep for i repose dearer than life to me alas were they may is though be numbered when my days are done with deathless trees like those in borodale under whose awful branches lingered pale fear trembling hope and death the skeleton and time the shadow and though weak the words that would thy beauty fain or fain rehearse may love defend thee from oblivion's curse we come to the last stanza of the poem she says therefore i would gladly i fain i gladly would consecrate i would happily dedicate a lay lay means a poem that can be sung unto thy honor i will dedicate a poem in your honor dear tree beloved of those who now in blessed sleep for i repose my most beloved siblings are in blessed sleep they have passed away they are resting dearer than life to me were they they were dearer to me than my own life alas unfortunately they passed away may as thou be numbered when my days are done with deathless trees like those in borodale <coughs> when i too die you will be deathless you trees will be deathless because of the poem that she is writing like those in borodale now you must understand the literary feature called allusion you might already know it allusion is a reference to some other literary or mythological or historical work when a poem when a literary work alludes and it gives an allusion it is referring to something in history in myths or in other piece of literature here thorudat cleverly alludes to another poem about trees written by none other than the greatest romantic poet wordsworth his poems on the trees of borodale also talks about the immortality of trees inside poems the trees might die the person who writes the poetry may die but the images of trees through poems will live forever likewise she is saying through her poem she wants to make the cashewnut tree immortal with deathless trees like those in borodale under whose awful branches lingered pale fear trembling hope and death the skeleton and time the shadow now if you see that this line is in quotation marks because this is directly taken from wordsworth's poem this line that behind below the trees before the branches the fear the hope the death the skeleton and time the shadow all lingers around 
the branches on the trees of borodale she can say the same about her tree cashewna tree and though weak the verse she says my poetry might be not so great she might be comparing her own poetry to wordsworth's poem she says though weak the verse my poetry might be not so great that would thy beauty fain or fain rehearse that even if i dedicate my poetry even if i repeat the beauty of yours in the poem may love defend thee from oblivion's curse oblivion is forgetfulness if you are cursed by forgetfulness people might forget about the cashewnut tree about how mighty it is after maybe it is cut down but the love the love that she has inscribed in this poem may defend the cashewnut tree from death from forgetfulness from oblivion that is what she wants to say the last line is so important may love defend thee from oblivion's curse people should remember the cashewnut tree not because of its mightiness of its greatness or anything but because of love the love that torodath has for her uh, siblings is blended with the love for the tree they used to play under the cashewnut tree and it is this love that she has inscribed into this poem and it is this love that will make the tree always memorable then make it deathless like the yew trees why ew trees that wordsworth has praised in his poem about borodale wordsworth has written a poem about the yew trees in borodale likewise torudath has made the cashewnut tree immortal through her poem and it is the love that makes it immortal not the greatness of the poem or anything else that is it the cashewnut tree by our cashewnut tree by torudath